Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of weird. Some of the questions that I get to was golly. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's actually mind blowing. Uh, am I gay because I like gay porn? Um, why do I have uh, dreams of relapsing? What makes you unhorny? Should I accept I'm a loser and just go ahead and quit no fap? Is it okay to exchange texts with my wife? How come you coaches say willpower doesn't work? Hmm. All right. So that's pretty much what we're going to do today. Answer some of those types of questions. And of course, uh, some other questions. So let's get this party started. This is your life. This is your life. Right now is your life. Life is about right now. Live and live are spelled the same way. In order to live, you must be live. Right now. Right now. The past does not equal the future unless you give the past permission. You are the sum total it all. of your dominant thoughts yeah. and decisions. Yes, you are. Change your thoughts. So, change your life. A little birdie told me that you have an out-of-control sexual behavior of some sort. That's an understatement. Pornography, masturbation, fanatization, or some kind of unhealthy sexual behavior. A little birdie also told me that it's starting to get the best of you. And it's not okay anymore. That's good news. It not being okay. Because that's the beginning of how you can change it. We're going to have an adult, grown folk conversation about behaviors, attitudes, decisions, choices, actions to become healthy. Becoming healthy is a journey. It's not a one and none. It's not like this sexual addiction BS that you do where you just get all excited, you do this, and then you blast one. Now, it requires a lot more work than that. It's strategic. It's taking steps. It's reflection. It's looking inside. It's being introspective. It's deciding that you want a better life for yourself. That's what this is about. My name's Joseph F. Price. They call me Joey P. I'm gonna be your host in this journey. I'm gonna be your partner in this dance. We're gonna do this together. We're gonna become better people together. You are going to have sexual mastery. You are going to have mastery in your life. Yes, you are. You're gonna be a better person. You're gonna be somebody that you can be proud of. You're going to be somebody that even your mama can be proud. But it's not going to come free. You're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to do some reflection. I'm going to give you some tools 
I'm not going to do it all on my own. I'll bring some guests. They'll give you the good stuff. But here's what you got to do. Take this as a journey. A journey that you get better each and every day. A journey that we don't stop until we figured out how to do it and we become invincible. Yeah. We can become invincible to our pornography at sexual behaviors and unhealthy other addictions. You just got to understand how it works. You got to understand how your mind is making you its bitch. I know you don't like that language, but you're the bitch of your mind. And so this work that we're going to do, it's about neutralizing that and you becoming the victor. You becoming the master. You becoming the man that you're supposed to be. That's what I'm talking about. So if that's something that interests you, if that's something that you want to do, then let's do that together. It ain't a one and done. It's a journey. So let's begin. Good afternoon, everybody, and everybody, good afternoon, uh, or good morning, or uh, good evening, if that may be the case for you, wherever you are at this particular time. Joseph F. Price in the house. Coach Joey P. Um, you know, I sit there today, if you're on YouTube, you know, sometimes I get a little bit animated in that intro. And um, just to kind of give you some information, um, most of the time when I do these podcasts, for some reason, I kind of, when I started out, I made a rule to myself because I did radio one time, a long time ago. Uh, And there's two things. Number one, uh, I'm like Mr. Stutterer and um, I'm not even, like they say, the guy. I'm the last guy on the planet that's supposed to be talking. The last guy on the planet that's supposed to talk for a living or uh, any of that. Uh, (laughs) No, I I didn't have the gift of gab. I mean, I had the gift of talking. There's a difference. I had a gift, or shall I say, I had the gift of running my mouth. Um, but I definitely didn't have, wasn't born with the gift of gab. That was developed, and um, I stutter, and I try to pull that out as much as possible. I, I'm not that born speaker, so it, it's a big challenge. And that's one of the reasons why I put music in the background, because, you know, I don't speak as fast as other people. And I know that you think faster than I talk. And sometimes I slow down uh, on purpose to make you think. But if you don't want to think, uh, dead air will cause you to leave. So uh, that's why I have the music in the background. So let me thank uh, Mr. Juma Iking, Mr. Juma Iking, uh, for, you know, from day one being gracious enough to uh, say, yeah, it's cool. we'll provide you with the music because I I knew that I wanted uh, music for that reason. So uh, that's a little bit of uh, background there. But as I was listening to that uh, intro, uh, some background on that, I had the opportunity to record that as opposed to 
what I like to do in, in the media business. We call it uh, live to tape. So I like to do live to tape. So I've only actually done like four cuts total uh, on all the podcasts. Live to tape is pretty good. It, it really, it, you know, I figure I'll let it go if I make a slip and that'll cause me to be better. If I keep cutting it, I, I won't be able to raise the standard. So oftentimes what I find is when I do a tape like an intro, I have the luxury of continuously stopping the tape. And therefore, I think my expectation level goes down because of that safety. And then it doesn't come out so well. And as I listened to that intro, uh, the background is it took like two hours to get that. And I would say that that intro is like a D in terms of, you know, my delivery. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not I, I'm not flowing the way that I would love to flow in a uh, intro. But nonetheless, um, as I was listening to that intro, I am so thankful for what it was that said, because oftentimes, you know, like I could just skip the intro myself because it is kind of boring and you know if, if that's going to be the difference between you listening to my podcast or not i'd rather you skip the intro but oftentimes i listen to the intro because the intro reminds me of what i need to tell you because what's in the intro is what's important as you begin this journey so um you know just some information on the intro because it's really there like what you need to do i kind of summed it up pretty well it, it, the delivery and all that kind of thing like that the delivery police probably would write me all kinds of citations but uh, as far as the meat of what you need to do I, I think i captured it pretty well so with that said um today i want to kind of just do a question and answer i got a bunch of questions people asked i don't know what order that i'm going to do them um i've kind of decided today that i'm going to kind of keep i'm going to keep this to 40 minutes and then we'll probably make it a part a and a part b or part one and part two whichever one you like so i'll mark mark what time it is right now and what time i need to get out of here all right so yeah i'll get out of here at the hour Okay. All right. So that's what we're going to do is I'm going to answer some of the questions that people have. Um, before I begin to answer these questions, you know, one of the foundational things, I, I just want to remind you what kind of the intro did it, but I just want to kind of remind you of what makes the difference between you um, being addicted to porn and masturbation and you being free of being addicted to porn and masturbation. And what makes the difference very simply is how much work you do, how much effective work you do. Uh, again, I'll say it. I'm not trying to wear you out. You invested 2,500 plus hours into your addiction. So we need to invest some time in reversing your addiction. Now, 2,500 hours is a standard that we use. Some people actually, you, you, we know uh, it's three times that amount. 
amount and probably sometimes maybe four or five times in very extreme cases so the degree of which you have invested into your addiction that really determines the degree of how much work you need to do so oftentimes people want to ask questions and you know the answer is not necessarily for them because of how they invested in that addiction so bottom line is you've done a whole lot of work to get to where you are and just to keep it real and keep it simple you're sick s-i-c-k s-i-c-k you're sick okay you're sick anybody that spends in a year 300 hours with their hands in places of their own there's got to be something sick about that see i see i excuse me i came out gentle on that um anybody that puts their hands themselves in places I like if we were in the middle of the podcast and I got warmed up and everything I might I might get a little bit stronger about that but seriously it's sick so uh, what we're about is unsickening yourself there's a brokenness and that's what we're about we're about beginning the process of healing that's necessary and realigning yourself with your purpose that's necessary and reconnecting yourself with your highest self that's necessary in order for you to get out of this addiction so again i you know i just want to remind you that you invested time in getting to where you are which sick or if you want to be gentler about it broken or if you want to be super gentle about it problematic the more you want to cognitively distort yourself the longer it's going to take for you to heal and i'll say it again even better the addiction process is about series of cognitive distortions and the more that you cognitively distort yourself the longer it's going to take for you to alleviate yourself of this addiction and this addiction is a journey that's a foundational point that I, I, I guess I have to make every single time because that's what you got to do that's what's been missing you haven't been willing to take the journey effectively you want it one and done, you want it blast style, and you want it quick. Got news for you. Ain't gonna happen like that. Got news for you. It ain't gonna happen like that. It isn't gonna happen like that uh, for the people that want to waste their time being grammar police. Okay. So let's start with the questions how we can get through this first of all as far as the answer of the question no matter how good my answer is there's a better answer 
And no matter how good my answer is today, tomorrow my answer probably will be better. Um, so I don't answer the question or don't answer any question, don't intend to answer any question as it. I would hope my intent, my heart is driving me to give you a, a decent answer. My hope is in that decent answer that there's a more extended and extensive answer. But my intent is to at least give you a basic core answer to some of these questions. So let's, without further ado, let's go for it. All right, so the first question, which is goofy, is uh, what's wrong with me? Okay. And, 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 and this, that's a perfect place for me to start. Because if you don't know me, which you probably don't as well. Yeah, I've, I've been to Tony Robbins schools and stuff of that nature. So first of all, one of the things that you're going to learn in that type of school is the quality of your questions determine the quality of your life because they, they're, they're going to determine the quality of your thinking. So if you ask a low quality question like, what's wrong with me? The only thing that's going to happen is that you're gonna get a low quality answer. So if you ask what's wrong with me, I mean, I'm not even gonna explore a low quality answer. Okay, so my answer to the question, pretty much nothing's wrong with you. Might it be that you are doing certain behaviors that are ineffective and not serving you? And might it be that you're abundantly and perhaps even egregiously doing that? Um, yeah. But as far as is there anything wrong with you? Now, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you. And actually, you know, from here forward, don't give yourself permission even allow yourself to say that there's something wrong with you you know I didn't put it in my notes but question I want to ask you or uh, answer for you because it usually doesn't get and it doesn't get it doesn't get asked to me but when I ask it I always get the wrong answer and this question that I am asking you is do you think that your porn addiction is your fault? And I answer, I will ask the question again and then I'll answer. Do you think that your porn addiction is your fault? That should have given you enough time to say yes. And my answer is no, 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 it's not your fault. It's not your fault. The short answer is you're a man. Society has hijacked your brain with constant sexual influences. Somehow you stumbled into porn as a result of you stumbling that took on another life of its own. You didn't even realize what was going on until you had your day of reckoning, which is the day 
realize you have a problem until you had your day of reckoning and here you are. So, as far as it being your fault, no, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Now, here, you come back a year from now and you, you say you're struggling with porn and you got a porn problem a year from now, it's your fault. Because, see, you've been exposed to the tool. Some kind of way you've been exposed to uh, that you need a system and some of the things that you need to do. So it's clear that in a year from now, if you're struggling, that you haven't followed the plan or any plan. I know that you haven't. You, because the thing is, is that in order for you to struggle, you have to feed your struggle. The way you feed your struggle is the way you always fed your struggle, unconsciously. And once you do the work and become conscious, you'll stop unconsciously feeding it. And when you stop unconsciously feeding it, my friend, you stop struggling. That's why I know a year from now, if you're struggling, that you didn't do the work and because you were lazy, it's your fault. But why you're a porn addict, why you are a porn addict, that's not your fault. That's not your fault. And for those of you that also need another healing moment right now, I mean, you know, I, I hope that knowing that it's not your fault, is <laughs> a moment of healing for you really so that you don't feed your shame anymore because it's not your fault here's what I want you to know you Christian men out there you non-Christians you can speed it up one minute but you Christian men out here uh, I want you to know that that lie you've been telling yourself about how God doesn't love you as much stop that one that's just as bad as the other. God died, sent his son to die for you on a cross. He also told a group of people for you, for you, the one that's lost, he's going to chase you down. He's going to light it up. Ain't no door he ain't going to knock down. He'll go under whatever he has to go under, go over anything he has to go under, knock down anything he has to knock down, light up any anything that's dark that needs to be lit for you. And he told those people, I believe it's Matthew 18 too, he told those people, <laughs> I'm going after the one. I ain't worried about y'all 99 that got y'all self in check. I'm going after the one out of check. And when I bring him home, I'm gonna be happy. Cause I came here for that one that was lost. I ain't come here for y'all. Y'all that <laughs> y'all that's good. I came here for the one that was lost. So, Mr. Porn Addict. Jesus came for you, and he, he died for you too. So, 
stop telling yourself that lie about he don't love you, okay? Okay, cool. All right. So here's another goofy question that comes up. Is a little porn okay? From the start. So the kind of person that asks is a little porn okay. So we're coming from a place of um, you have an addiction. So once you have an addiction, it's kind of like you've crossed the line and there's not really any kind of that, that wonderful word that they use, demarcation. There's not a line. You just crossed it. And once you crossed it, the rules change. So once the rules change, they've changed. So for you, the answer is a little porn is never, ever, 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 ever gonna be okay. Now, maybe for somebody that they've never been exposed to any kind of porn in their life, maybe if they're exposed to porn five or six or seven times in their whole life, and, and, and they're deliberate about it just being five or six or seven times, which that doesn't really happen in the real world, maybe that would be okay. So the answer to the question is, <laughs> is the little board okay? Hell no. All right, here's a question. What is P-I-E-D? Porn erectile dysfunction. That's what happens is, it happens because uh, a person continuously looks at porn and uh, that becomes their habitual way of getting off and one thing again i forgot to say that you know part of your porn addiction is that it, there's connections to masturbation addiction it back it bounces back and forth off your masturbation addiction that's because overall you have a sex addiction <laughs> and so what happens is you don't know this, any of this. And the kid, your body is pulled to get the cocktail of neurochemicals that comes with uh, PMO, uh, as we're going to call it from now on in these podcasts, porn, masturbation, and orgasm. All right, so your body gets used to PMO. It gets used to the neurochemicals provided through the PMO. And that's actually what you get addicted to. The problem is you, you haven't figured that out. The problem is nobody told you. I stopped by to tell you. And then what happens is because that's a very significant addiction. There's about five neurochemicals. You look my name up on LinkedIn. There's an article that I read, wrote about those uh, neurochemicals. But there are neurochemicals, and, 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 and one of them is actually uh, how it, it stimulates a part of your body that makes opiates. You can look up the term endogenous opiates. Uh, so that's actually created through the use of pornography. So these, that's actually what you're trying to fight in reverse. Again, you didn't know any of this crap. You started watching porn, then you did, then, then from porn, you got excited, you masturbate, then after the masturbation, uh, you know, like, yeah, let's take it all the way. So you take it all the way, and that's an entourage of neurochemicals. And so you have to have the leverage of that knowledge to know that that's what it is that you're battling and you have to gain leverage to battle that 
you're battling that in addition to 256 habits, in addition to the fact that, ooh, that feels pretty good. You gotta have a strategy. You gotta have a war plan. You gotta have a battle plan. You gotta have a game plan in order to beat this stuff. Okay? So, uh, let's see here. Will a porn blocker help? That's a, a common question. So, porn blockers, no. Porn blockers are assisting devices, but no, you don't rely on a porn blocker in and of itself. This is just. I could do a whole uh, workshop on that. That's something that it, it helps your wife feel safe about your activity. It helps keep you a little bit safe. But you need to dig inside of yourself and do some of the reversal work. And the idea of getting a porn blocker that's going to cost you 15 months to reverse a 2,500-hour-plus earned addiction is actually insane to think that you're going to just dispense with the addiction that you've worked hard 25 hours to obtain that you're just going to spend 15 dollars a month to get rid of it that's goofy that's just downright goofy and that's part of like i'll say it all all day all night and, you know <laughs> i'll preach one more time in corinthians 113 at the bottom of the page. I got it right in the last podcast. Yeah, it talks about, you know, that, that, that you need to put away childish things. And that's part of getting out of the porn cycle, my friend. Not doing porn. is that you have to grow up. And it's out of that growing up that you do the things that go away. And it's because of the fact that you're stuck in that juvenile mindset that you're doing juvenile things that support you and staying stuck you don't know it you don't see it because you're too busy you know enjoying yourself with chemo oh all right so here's a good question uh you know why do i tell guys to get off of social media well social media is one of those things that um i've grown to call porn that's not poor so it, it, in the context of you're almost getting to porn, um, that's what social media is. So it's not porn, but it's, on, it's almost porn. And in a way, it's porn. And it's just one step away. So you might as well stay off of all forms of social media. Unless it's absolutely essential that it's work-related, period. And you better be careful about the fact that you're going to try to keep your brain because, again, it wants to get the PMO. So unconsciously, it's going to trick you every way it can. One way it starts with the Facebook, you know, you get a little bit aroused and then you move to something else. Okay, so that's why we don't want you on the Facebook. Because you need to, you know, start building walls and that'll help you. You know, I always tell people, I mean, how many times do you want to be tempted a day? Do you want to be tempted 4,000 times a day, or do you want to be tempted 12? More than likely, if you haven't been trained, you're tempted 4,000 times a day because the way that you've got your life wired and your behavior patterns. When you shift those behavior patterns because you deliberately shifted them because you're deliberately...
deliberately not going to trigger yourself, you can reduce the amount of times that you're tempted. And that's one of the, you know, here's here's a here's a a, a kind of a misnomer that that you find with porn addicts. Something that they talk about all the time, and they talk about, oh, I got a high sex drive. And, you know, so I'll just turn that into a question, which is, oh, why do I have a high sex drive? You have a high sex drive because you think about sex all day long, and you look at porn all day long, and you touch yourself all day long. And anybody that thinks about women naked all day long and touches themselves all day long and thinks about sex all day long, I mean, kind of going to be horny all day long. Duh. Uh, <laughs> why is changing mindset so important? <laughs> it's kind of like the, the answer to that last question, in case you're wondering why I was laughing. Why is changing mindset so important? Because you become a byproduct of your mindset. Every area of your life is a byproduct of your mindset with respect to that particular area of your life. And it's out of the mindset that you have in any particular area of your life that you form an identity. And it's out of that formed identity that that picture of your soul, the identity picture, becomes what lives inside of your soul. And because that lives inside of your soul, that's what you manifest. You know, you have to think about the identity is almost like goal setting and intention. And if anybody's studied like a little bit of goal setting and intention, you always have a way of manifesting what it is that you set your mind to goal setting and intention. Some people like to think it's a mystical thing. Some people like to think it's a spiritual thing. And, you know, I'm not going to argue with either one of them. Actually, I'm going to say I, I kind of agree with them. But, you know, for some people, they don't want to buy that. And that's okay. Here's something that I'm going to help you to buy. There's something called the reticular activating system. Now, your brain, to keep you from being, like, going out of your mind, causes you to focus on things that you've decided that are important. Because otherwise, you'd focus on everything. All right? So, because porn's important and sex is important, your reticular activating system, you can look it up in Google, keeps... Sending you back to sex, sending you back to sex, sending you back to sex, sending you back. Because you told your brain that that's important to you. Now, as soon as you tell your brain, because you've shifted your identity to that of a healthy person, you see, then your brain keeps telling itself healthy person, healthy person, healthy person, healthy person, healthy person. And your reticular act reticular activating system keeps seeking healthy person, healthy person, healthy. Yeah, let me talk to Joey P. Because I'm healthy. Let me talk to Eddie C. Because he's healthy. 
Let me talk to JK, because he's healthy. Let me talk to Craigie P, because he's healthy. Let me talk to Maddie D, because he's healthy. You know, you might not be able to talk to those guys, but they can talk to you. They got podcasts, man. Get to work. Okay. Yeah, it's moving here. I, coming out. You know, you never know how this stuff is is gonna really uh, evolve. I, I haven't really like scripted my podcast to a T. And uh, I'm gonna take two more questions, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut this side off, and then we'll just stop again. Try to give you something real important before I close. Yeah, what is the importance of a why? That's that's like uh, that's a gem. So yeah, that's a good 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 one right here. First of all, why comes first, and then how comes second. That that <laughs> that's kind of the answer to the question. Why is it important? But let me explain what I'm saying. So, my why, Joey P, to be healthy and sober, which, quite frankly, now, I, I don't even really need a why, but I guess my why to get there was because if you listen to my story, um, I knew when I started the journey of not doing porn that, that, that I was going to serve men. And in my heart, I mean, I, I wish, I hope, I really pray. It would be beautiful if it happens, if it doesn't, but really, I, I just came up with, can I help a million men? That would be a great thing for me to do before I, I pass. And I, I think I'll be able to do it in anyway, because one of the great things is, is this work that I'm doing right now, it stays. And so I always tell guys, like, like my why was that I always want to be able to look you in the eye, look you straight in the eye. Uh, first of all, let me start by telling you, there's nothing that you can do to stop porn from coming your way. That's another thing you need to, to get clear on because you're a man, we live in a pornified world, so you can't, you can't, that is not a goal. That's a stupid goal that you cannot attain. People send me porn because they know what I do. People send porn to people just because. So as far as did I see porn, we cannot talk about that. Let me tell you what to do when you see porn. You do exactly what you tell your five-year-old. Turn, you click the X and turn it off and walk away. You tell the five-year-old to tell mom. You tell yourself, I got to do something different because something caused it possibly to come. If, it's, if you didn't cause it to come, that's it. You walk away from it. You're done. You have nothing to be ashamed of because somebody chose to send you some porn. You have nothing to be ashamed of because somebody sent you some porn to be evil. You have nothing to be ashamed of because somebody sent you some porn to be evil and you saw something that you liked. You don't have anything to be ashamed of. Just click the X and go. Okay, so for starters, I just want to put that down. That's not the goal. 
porn to come to my desk tomorrow. I told my class. <laughs> I sent a text trying to get a lawnmower to the wrong address and a guy sent me porn back. up with that lawnmower and a guy sends me porn that is i don't think he knows who i am maybe he did a google search you know i don't know i had a couple things to do with that do i want to tell him dude you got a problem i'm a porn coach you know and i said no i don't because I thought about all the steps it takes that you have to put this on your phone, et cetera, et cetera. All the steps it takes to send me porn that you have to be comfortable with, that you're so deep in it, you're not ready for what I have to say. Which always brings me to that final point that you know you need to get to moving on your porn journey because as soon as you get some, some traction in your porn journey, then you start to see some stuff you didn't see beautiful stuff and it's really stuff i can't tell you about stuff you need to work on as well it's also stuff you need to work on so my why has always been that uh no i want to be able to look you in the eye and say i haven't deliberately looked at porn i think it's like four years not that it matters exactly how long um but yeah i haven't deliberately looked at porn in four years i've been trapped once or twice with uh, foolishness to come through my email as well as some stuff people just bam sent me like that been trolled a time or two um so that's that's where you are that has always been my why and when you have a why because see i i feel like my ministry i feel like my legacy this is a part of my ministry my legacy to serve you and to make you better and and i feel that that would interfere with my ability to serve you that's what i tell myself but at the end of the day, if it were to happen, which it isn't, but me talking to myself as a coach, it would be, no, I would pick up the pieces and go the same way I would tell you to pick up the pieces after a relapse or, or a slip as we call it and go. That's not going to happen, but that's what I would do. And then I would just simply be transparent about it and I would go from there. Because what, is, what really matters is what you're doing. And we can talk about it at another time, but this is a good time for me to end on a pretty high note. You know, the time that you failed, that can be your best time. And that leads me to another note. This whole porn addiction thing, this whole junk in your life, you can turn this around and have this be your best moment because that's what this is here for. Let me preach again. Romans 8:28. all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich in every adversity is received for an equal or greater benefit. Okay, so it's there for you to get better. It's there for you to make this moment. This ugly moment can be the beginning of your best moment. This lemon can be the making of lemonade what a what a perfect way to uh end with that this is joey p uh please subscribe to the channel like the channel spam the channel to some of your friends you know let's get a revolution man 
Because I'm just here trying to help you out. That's all I'm here to do. To help you out. To help you one day at a time to become a better person. You are enough. You deserve it. I'll see you next time. Uh, you can uh, contact me if you like on Facebook. Facebook slash Coach J2020. Coach J2020. Or Facebook slash your transitions coach. So the three words, your transitions coach. That's pretty much it uh, for now. Again, you're more than enough. This is a journey, one day at a time. You invested 2,500 hours to get to where you are. Let's invest some time and some commitment into getting better. I'm Joseph F. Price, Coach Joey P. Drive with care. Walk with caution. Make today and every day your living masterpiece. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.